Welcome to the Nutrition Revolution. Make us your one-stop shop for all things related to nutrition. We will remove the confusion, debunk the myths, and provide you with experts and thought leaders in the nutrition industry. Here's your host, Melissa Dunnings. Hello, it is Melissa Dunnings, and welcome to the Nutrition Revolution. I am here with Ms. Delana Watkins. Ms. Delana, how are you today? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you, Melissa? Wonderful, wonderful. I'm going to give you a little background on Ms. Delana. She is a true wellness maverick. She is board-certified registered nurse with extensive clinical and leadership experience. She received a Governor's Citation Award for her work in the healthcare field. She's also a best-selling author and a nurse leader. She is most notable for a CEO for the Women's Wellness Lounge, which is an intimate space where she provides lifestyle change and nutrition services to thousands of women. Now, what I'm really excited to talk to her about is she created the Sugarless Living Program, which is a results-driven program responsible for helping women and their families decrease their consumption of sugar, processed food, leading to weight loss and diabetes prevention. She has been on shows such as Dr. Oz, the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and she hosts her own show as well. Please help me welcome Ms. Delana Watkins to the Nutrition Revolution. Ms. Delana, is there anything else you would like to tell us that your esteemed resume doesn't cover? Anything about yourself? That I'm passionate about just being around women. All of that is really the back talk for me just to make an excuse to be around women. <laughs> I love the whole intimacy of just being around women so that we can talk about everything. But of course, in the foundation of that comes the whole healthy living lifestyle. However, I just love being in the company of women. Wonderful, wonderful. And I feel like if you make the changes with the women, that permeates every member of the family. Absolutely. Yep. You got it. It's almost like that positive side effect. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, you're a, registered, you're a registered nurse. How did you pivot this into a wellness career? Okay. So, you know, when you think of nursing, we think of caring for the sick, right? Or that you're there for some type of nursing intervention. And so being a nurse for the number of years, that was my focus. That was what my training taught me. That was my focus. There came a time and a point in my career where I just felt like it was almost counterintuitive that these individuals that I was coming into contact with on a regular basis really should have the tools to prevent what they were experiencing. And so I don't know, I think there was just this one degree shift in my thinking that just was like, what can I do differently to impact them so that they aren't seeking sick care, but rather having preventive care. And so I went down this whole path of really figuring that piece of it out, Melissa. And then I just changed my care delivery. I no longer was the care provider, caregiver. I became the person who more or less was the advocate for individuals being healthy. So that's kind of like the pivot where I felt like I was caring for them, but just differently, just trying to prevent them from be, you know, becoming sick. So how long were you a registered nurse? I mean, I'm sure you're still a registered nurse, but how long were you a practicing nurse? Registered nurse. I did that. So I've been a nurse now. I hate to even tell my age because I always tell people I did it coming out of the womb, but for about 30 years. So somewhere around year 15, 16 of my career, 
is when I began this thought process of wanting to do that whole pivot and think differently. I just didn't know how to do it, Melissa. There was no, you know, instruction or no book. There was nothing that I could really latch onto. So that's why I ended up creating the Women's Wellness Lounge because I figured, okay, I can't be the only one who's thinking like this. Let me get some other women together and see if they think this way too, if this is something that they could really utilize. So around 2010 was when I started that. And then 2011 is when I actually opened the Women's Wellness Lounge, again, not really knowing what I was doing. So I've been a nurse since 1987. And that's a whole unique situation in and of itself because I graduated high school as a nurse. And so I've been just kind of doing that and growing um, and maturing in the whole healthcare industry. So I always like to tell people that the healthcare industry raised me for the most part. And so having that experience really just helped me to be able to talk to individuals with where they are and really understand what they're experiencing, you know, not just giving it to them from a high level, but actually being able to communicate with them. That was just like, I felt this is where I belong. Like, Somebody should have created this for me, <laughs> you know. So that was the transition. You, you know, I talk with a lot of doctors, and I feel like there may be a slow shift happening in the mm-hmm. world of medicine because they're actually understanding the importance of nutrition and not just having a prescriptive pharmaceutical-based practice. Absolutely, yeah. The approach is now looking, like you say, more patient-centered and more holistically focused and knowing that nutrition definitely is the center of the nucleus. And I think we all, we intend to do the right thing, but just not knowing, again, we think of it more from the high level because that's generally what we're taught and that's what we, you know, kind of do the whole oath as either a physician or a nurse that we're there to cure and to take care of, but we're not necessarily, you know, buying into the oath of, but I'm going to also teach you good nutrition, right? That's like a small piece of it. But I think now the understanding is we're moving into that direction. That nutrition definitely is a huge piece of it. So I know many of my friends are doctors and they said, well, we had one nutrition course while we were in medical school. Did you as a nurse have any of those courses? We had one, but it was one where you just touched on. Like it was not enough, Melissa, to where I could say, that I had a clear understanding. If I didn't seek further knowledge outside of my nursing teaching, I would not have the basis. Like we had what I would consider nursing 101 or, or I'm sorry, nutrition 101. And that basically was just helping you to identify the importance of nutrition, your basic food groups, what it does, how the body processes nutrition, just generally what you needed to know on a nursing level. And that was it. Not again, the whole really getting into the minutia of understanding the significance and the importance of nutrition. And I'll even go further to say this, Melissa, we spent more time time understanding pharmaceuticals and understanding the drug part of it than we did the nutritional piece. As a nurse, you spend more time with, that is mind-blowing. Yes. And the reasoning behind that is because giving medications as a nurse had more implications than the nutritional piece. So we spent a great deal understanding and making sure that we were well-versed or at least understood the implications of a pharmaceutical drug versus a nutrition. Wow, wow. So what I am most anxious to talk to you about today is your sugarless living program that you created. I think (laughs) we touched on, you know, your passion and why, But give us more information on this because I know it is a weakness in my life. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, mine as well. And you know, again, it's one of those things where it's sort of like a roundabout how you end up going down that path. So not only was it a personal journey of mine, I didn't think that my own personal journey would end up becoming like this whole platform for me. But it sort of happenstance that I was, you know, of course, coaching women on leading a healthier lifestyle, only to finally take a lot of what I was hearing and seeing my clients experience and realizing that sugar was like right in the middle of what they struggled with. And I was like, okay, I'm trying to teach them the right, you know, what to do. And we're coming up with these great plans and, you know, these healthy nutritional plans and, you know, trying to avoid this and, you know, looking at their history and what they're experiencing. And sugar was like right in the middle, like bullseye, right dead in the middle. And so I said, okay, this, I'm onto something. Let me really take time to figure this out. So I took about eight months to really go down this whole sugarless living path. And notice I called it sugarless, not sugar-free, because our body requires sugar, as you know, in the form of glucose. So I don't say sugar-free. I don't want to be misleading. And I also think that some people, when they hear sugar-free, they think there's no way I can go without sugar. And so what I teach them is our body requires sugar. It's just that we're feeding it more toxic and refined sugars. And so even myself, now get this, Melissa, I'm teaching individuals on, you need to eat this, this is healthier for you, and eat this version of this rather than that. When I started this sugarless investigation, so to speak, I actually was telling them to eat things that was really counterintuitive for their nutritional path. You know, there's sugar hidden in places under names that even I as a nurse had to go and investigate, they've gotten really savvy with how sugar shows up. So it required me to do, like I said, this whole six to eight month investigation on really a where is sugar, only to find that when we thought we were avoiding it by not eating the obvious things like cakes, pies, ice cream, cookies, all of that stuff, we think we're doing something. However, the manufacturers in the food industry are miles ahead of us because the things that we are trying to substitute that with and that's being presented to us as being healthy is really just being given to us under another name. What is an example of that? So oftentimes when you look at something and it will say sugar-free or fat-free, they will disguise the sugar in the packaging under a different name. And so upon first glance, if you're not careful with looking at the ingredients, it will appear that yes, it is sugar-free, but instead they put a sugar derivative in the package. So they technically can legally identify it as being sugar-free because they've not put an ingredient in there that would be labeled or listed as a sugar product. So instead they put a sugar derivative in there. And that's because, as I say to my clients, if they were to make it without any sugar, any sugar derivative, then it won't be as tasty. So likely you won't enjoy it. So they give you that sugar derivative so that you will still want to consume it and enjoy it so that you will purchase more. Does your body process the sugar derivatives the same? Absolutely not. And that was going to be my next leading point to you is that what happens is over time, our bodies have to figure out how to process those particular chemicals is just the best way to describe it. And so our DNA really isn't structured in such a way. Our body doesn't recognize that. It recognizes it almost as a foreign food. And so they've, you know, your cells and your DNA, they've got to figure out how to process 
these foods. And, you know, the manufacturers are getting more and more clever and they're making just one molecule different in a particular product. And just by changing that one molecule makes it different. And then your body has to figure out, okay, how am I going to process this? And so, yes, it does, unfortunately, have a major effect on our body and it causes, uh, which the other point is, a lot of inflammation and a lot of chronic illnesses because of that, because our body's having to deal with this whole, what I call reconstruction of figuring out how to deal with this foreign chemical. So we're recording this in the midst of the COVID crisis. And you mentioned, you know, chronic disease, inflammation. And we see that African Americans are truly suffering and are dying at a much higher rate. Is there a correlation between the foods we eat and what we're seeing with the data coming out from COVID? Absolutely. In my opinion, so COVID-19 is an infection. Our bodies, when you look at trying to develop antibodies against that, so it's where your body develops antibody against a foreign infection, or like I said before, anything foreign that it's trying to figure out. So when you look at the foods that we're eating and it kind of depletes our inflammatory system, so we have a lot of inflammation and it kind of messes with your autoimmune system and your DNA, that's what causes us to kind of be at a higher risk for COVID-19 and any other type of infection that's out there, especially among the African-American community, because we're at a higher risk for autoimmune diseases. And so when you look at that and you look at our ability to build up what I call a stronger immune system, we lack in that because we don't eat the proper foods that is required for us to build up our immunity against such illnesses. So to your point, yes, I believe that in the African-American community, unfortunately, we do have a higher incidence of where our diets aren't very well balanced. We don't eat a lot of fresh, whole, nutritious foods. And so unfortunately, we are taking in a larger portion of foods that are processed and manufactured. And so therefore, our bodies aren't as strong when it comes to being able to resist those types of infections. So... We understand the effects. What are some of the things that we can do, some actionable steps that we can do to really start decreasing our consumption of refined sugar? Absolutely. So I always say investigate and explore. Those are like my two biggest things. Like if I had to like break this down into like bite-sized, chewable, what can I do today? I say investigate and explore. And what I mean by that is investigate your current diet, investigate the foods that you're currently eating. Most of the time, we just don't know. And so it's not until you pick up that, you know, box of whatever it is you're consuming, that box of cookies or that, you know, box of noodles or that can of soup or that can of whatever you're about to prepare. And you really investigate for yourself what is contained in there. And then you can explore other healthier versions or healthier options or an easier way to make whatever that is that you are wanting to consume much healthier. You know, I don't try to take away what my clients are eating. Instead, I try to just give them a healthier option or healthier version of what it is that they enjoy. Because I find that when you take away the things that they enjoy, they tend to, of course, gravitate back to that particular thing. But if you give them, you know, a healthier option, they're all for it. It's a buy-in like, oh, okay, I can do this. You know, I thought you were going to take away my ice cream and my cookies. 
No, absolutely not. You can still have those things, but it's just, here's a better way of consuming them. So actionable steps today, right now, is investigate and explore. Investigate what you're consuming and then just explore a healthier option. And that takes nothing. It takes you just looking in your pantry or in your refrigerator and finding out that thing that calls your name at night. I always tell my clients, what calls your name at night? What do you find yourself reaching for? That's the first thing that you should investigate and then go from there and just explore a healthier version of that. And we're simply talking refined sugars. We're not talking about fruits and vegetables and things like that. Absolutely. Yes. No, I always say refined sugars because very rarely is a banana or a apple or orange calling our name at night, right? It's usually the ice cream or the cookies or the cupcakes or the hoes, right? <laughs> or something of that nature. So absolutely not. No, any of the refined sugars is what I want you to investigate. I tell them if it doesn't have a label, that means it's good for you talking about your fruits and your vegetables. Very rarely do they come with labels, right? Because they are Generally, all natural, they're you know, grown from a plant or some natural source. So if it's made in a plant, investigate it. If it comes from a plant, no need. That is a great way to put it. I love that. Uh, one of the quotes that I really, when, I, when we're doing nutrition presentations, my favorite quote is, you know, the food you eat can either be the safest, most powerful form of medicine or the slowest form of poison. Absolutely. And I co-sign on that, Melissa. <laughs> Cosine for sure. Add my name to it whenever you quote it. <laughs> <laughs> the poison really strikes people. They're like, wow. And especially yeah. if we talk, you know, about sugar. I really think that that has a lot of poisonous uh, tendencies, especially yeah. people dealing with cancer and other diseases. Yeah. Sugar is very systemic. And that's what I say to people. I say sugar comes in one way, but when it does, which is, you know, we're either drinking it or eating it, consuming it one of those two ways. And, you know, when we consume food, it should either fuel or nourish our body. So when you think of those two things as what the reasons why we eat and drink, sugar should either fuel you or nourish you. And it really does neither. And again, we're talking about toxic refined sugars, not naturally occurring sugars. So yes, when you think of sugar, it has such a systemic effect, like the effects of sugar in and of itself. If it were a positive thing, Melissa, all of us would be healed. If, <laughs> as, as, bad, as, as sugar is, the effects that sugar have, if it was a positive thing, we all would be walking around here such, you know, holistic and tuned individuals. <laughs> well, one of my favorite parts is this, uh, our nutritional nugget. So if there was only one piece of advice that you wanted to give or a piece of advice that you wish you'd known early on that would save you a ton of headache, what advice would that be? Would you mind giving it to our audience? Absolutely. So the one advice that I would probably impart, and I always have to kind of think about that, like what is the one thing that I would share? And it would likely be that I would spend more time enjoying my food and understanding what I'm eating rather than just eating. Oh, wow. I look back over how I, you know, kind of up to this point, I just ate because I was hungry. I now actually take the time to enjoy and really understand what I'm eating prior to me eating it. And so that's one nugget that I would leave. We do that with pretty much everything else. We investigate, you know, the types of 
clothing we're going to put on, our laptops that we're going to buy, cell phones, anything that we order, we peruse Amazon or any other online, you know, we'll mull over it and really think about what we're getting. We'll even look at ratings and reviews. Oh, yes, we spend a lot of time on reviews. Yes, we'll, I'll spend a lot of time on my reviews before I hit that purchase button. Like I'm investigating. I'm investigating the person who left the interview sometimes, <laughs> I mean, left the review to make sure that they're legit. You know, like literally we're doing all this. But when we think about our food, I don't think I've ever, up until this point, when I kind of started on this journey, did I ever do this much, really, understanding the importance of what I'm eating and exactly what I'm consuming. So I guess my nutritional nugget is really just to understand food and then you will get to a point where it really matters to you. Wow. That is deep. That, thank you. Thank you for that. I think that will definitely help a lot of people. Absolutely. And is there anything else you'd like to add? Sure, absolutely. So you mentioned the Sugarless Living Program, and it is a 45-day program. I do have another one starting up on May 1st. So definitely visit uh, my website at DelanaWatkins.com for more information about that, or just to kind of investigate what this whole Sugarless Living Program that this crazy lady is talking about. What is this, you know, sugarless living? I have to have my sugar. Um, so you can just go on there and just kind of peruse it and check out um, some information that I've put up there. Frequently asked questions about sugarless living. You know, everybody wants to find out, well, why would I do this? What's, you know, what's the significance of it? What does it entail? Uh, so there's just a quick video up there if you want to look at that and just find out more information or just to um, investigate a little bit more about Elena Watkins. Okay, and your website was Delana, D-E-L-A-Y-N-A, Watkins? Yeah. Any social media? Same thing. So I'm on social media as Delana Watkins on both Facebook as and Instagram as well. And the Women's Wellness Lounge is also, um, as you mentioned uh, before, when we were talking about where it is that I like to kind of meet up, that actually is a, was a physical space. I've now moved that into the TV show, but the Women's Wellness Lounge has social media presence as well. And we kind of just get on there and we're virtually meeting like everyone else is now. So we're having virtual women's chats about whatever crosses our mind as women. So again, with the foundation that it leads to some healthy lifestyle shift. <laughs> And we'll include all of um, her contact information in the show notes. And I would like to thank you very much for your time today. Thank you. This has been great. I truly appreciate you accepting me on your show and allowing me to collaborate with you on your platform. I appreciate that. And thank you so much, Melissa. Wonderful. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Nutrition Revolution. Join us every Tuesday for a new episode. Visit our website at nutritionrevolutionwithmd.com for our show notes and to access resources we discussed in this episode. Remember to download and subscribe to The Nutrition Revolution. Until next week, live a healthy and happy life.